Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, I actually want to talk about how can we give God our best? How can we come to him and throughout our day, give him our best instead of giving him what we have left? That's what we're going to dive into, and I cannot wait to talk about this. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. And I did just want to let you know, if you haven't signed up for my email newsletter yet, just go to faithfueledwoman.com and there is a place to sign up at the top. But I'm going to be doing giveaways. I'm going to be giving away books and other amazing resources and things that have inspired me in my faith. So make sure you go sign up because I'm going to be sharing each week for a while, some people that have signed up, what they're going to get. So uh, if you're in the U.S., it may be mailed to you. If you're not, it may have to be an electronic option. All right, here we go. We're going to dive right in. And so the first thing that I think um, was really good that I saw someone share recently was the beginning of a devotional by Oswald Chambers that says, worship is giving God the best that he has given you. And you know, sort of the idea with today's podcast episode is how do we show up and how do we truly give God our best, not just the leftovers of our life or when we're drained or only on Sunday mornings. And so that's what I want to talk about. So the thing that I really like is what Lisa Turkhurst says. She says, do not check in with the screaming demands of the world before you exchange whispers with God, right? And Shauna Nyquist, another Christian uh, inspirational author that I really like and speaker, says, we decide where the time goes. There's so much freedom in that and so much responsibility. And I think what God is asking from us is, yes, that we give him time in the morning. We start our day, right, talking to him, in relation with him, praying to him, having quiet. But it also means throughout the day, giving him thanks and, you know, and just talking to him, you know, it's conversational. And once again, if we're finding that we go about our days and we're not making our faith, right, our faith journey, our faith walk, our time with God, if we're not making that a priority, often it's because we are reacting to our day instead of planning or being proactive about designing our day or designing in these moments in this time to spend with God. And, you know, one of the things that I want to recommend, there's really three things we can do to try to give God our best. The first is, like I just mentioned, let's be proactive and not reactive. Let's plan in time in our day to spend it with God. So first thing in the morning, you know, do you have five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Some people spend 30 minutes or an hour right in the morning getting in the word, doing a Bible study, doing their prayer journal. But that's the first thing is we should look at our life, look at our days. And if it, if we're not fitting it in, it's not a consistent thing. How and where can we put it? Maybe for you, it's lunchtime. And then just being aware as we go throughout our day, are we pausing and giving uh, a moment of thanks, you know, or 
just a prayer up to God, just telling him maybe what's going on with their day and, you know, kind of lifting up our anxiety and our worries to him. And then the next thing uh, I think is so important is it is what are we putting in our minds? You know, what are we putting into our hearts? And are we filling ourselves with things that will keep us connected, keep us really in God's word and what he's told us, what he's promised us. And it's in 2 Corinthians 10, 5 that says, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. But we have to actually do that. It doesn't just happen right by itself. And it's because we have to be aware of what we are putting in, right? What what thoughts are we having and what are we doing with those thoughts, you know? And so I think it's important to be aware of our thoughts throughout the day. And if there's a reoccurring, you know, thoughts that aren't serving us, that aren't serving us to kind of give glory to God, to, you know, live life, you know, alongside um, God. And the thing is, he really does want an intimate and a loving relationship with us. And if we find we're not making time, then that means that for God, that means that he is not our highest priority, that other things come before that. And so that's where we have to ask ourselves what's getting in the way. So I think the second thing is the second way we can give our best to God is by setting healthy boundaries. And what I mean is it's everything from scheduling in time, right? To get quiet, to do uh, have prayer time, to, you know, do a Bible study or get in, you know, open the Bible, get into the word. But it also is not overscheduling ourselves, making sure that the things we're putting into our day or into our minds align with what we're, we want for our lives and how we want it to be. And I think many of us get so busy that we're frazzled and we are overbooked, we're overscheduled, we're overwhelmed. But I think we all have a choice to slowly prune away at the things that we don't have to be doing, or at least not as regularly. There's definitely seasons where we're going to be busier when our kids are tiny or when we're running them all over the place to different things. But the question is, even in that, and even in those seasons, how can we set healthy boundaries so that we can put God first or at the forefront of life? And then the third thing I think is asking ourselves this question when we really do want to give God our best. We want to you know, do life with him. I think it's, we asked these two questions and actually it was in one of Mark Batterson's books, uh, even though these are kind of general questions. And he said this, what do you need to start doing today? And then also what do you need to stop doing today? So what does it need to start doing today that will help you give God your best? And then what is it you need to stop doing? And this isn't a thing, you know, this isn't about like, um, oh gosh, I, I keep, having this wrong behavior. I'm not saying in one day you're saying, oh, I'm going to stop it and I'm never going to do it again. This is more about getting clear on what it is you need to start doing, like getting, opening your Bible, right? On a daily basis. Or the stop doing might be that you're binging on Netflix for eight episodes a night or five or three, because maybe you're realizing that you're not putting God as a priority. You're just sitting there watching mindless shows. And let me be clear, I am 100% guilty of that. I absolutely on, 
you know, many nights watch something with my husband or if we don't have some other activity that's going on. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do that ever. What I'm saying is if you find that those things, those activities are just a time suck and that you're not able to, you know, fit in um, maybe fellowship or Bible study time with God, then we might need to look at what is it you need to start doing different and what do you need to start, stop doing, or maybe just pull back some of it, right? So for instance, my goal is, you know, to make sure that I do read it, I read regularly. Well, if I'm not fitting that in at night, and of course I could be, then when am I going to do it? Or do I want to make a commitment to myself that I'm going to read two nights or three nights or how many ever nights a week for 30 minutes or however long I determined. But this is the sort of thing I'm talking about. And I actually listened to an interesting conversation. It was a couple months ago, actually, but it was a podcast between Kathy Heller and Rabbi Aaron David. And it was just lovely. I literally had to go back and listen to it two other times and write down so much of the conversation because it was really inspiring. They were talking about God quite a bit. And even though it's a different faith than ours, obviously we, we come from the same, you know, background, uh, you know, Judaism and then into Christianity. And what he said, and I'm just going to kind of point out a couple things because they really hit me. But what he said about God and just sort of this whole, like, how do we give God our best? Um, I just want to bring up some things he said, because to me, it really kind of hit home. So the first was that he was saying that it's actually in our humanness and our vulnerability, the deep challenges that we face, that it's when we choose to do what we don't feel like doing. So he says, the greatest challenge in life is to do what we don't feel like doing. And he said, when you look challenge in the face and choose to courageously say what you need to say, he said, these are the things. He said, animals do what they feel like doing. Humans can do what they don't feel like doing. And he said, that is when you embody divinity. And I thought that was so beautiful. And then he goes on to say, we're here to choose good and we are all here to do different good. And then he said, we are all here to make courageous choices. That's when you become your godly self. And I thought that was so amazing. But it's this whole thing that, you know, we give God our best when we, through free choice, right? We have the choice. We have the freedom, that's the free will or free choice, to decide how we're going to show up today, tomorrow, how we're going to show up in our relationships, how we're going to show up doing good in the world or, or choosing to not do good in the world. But this is how we give God our best. It's because we keep showing up and we keep deciding. We keep deciding to do good. We keep deciding to be kind, to love other people. And the other the other thing I'll share that he said was... Um, Let's see here. It just said he was talking about this story and he basically said, like the person said, I fix things. And he said, we've come to this world to fix what's broken. We came here to fix, fix what is broken within ourselves, within our friendships, within our families and within the world. And I just thought it was such a lovely illustration of one, what we're here to do, but two, how we give God our best is we keep showing up. And while we have free will, we get to decide. We get to decide how much time and energy we're going to put into our relationship with God. And every day we get to keep showing up and deciding again. But what we'll find is the more time and the more our thoughts are directed back to God, directed back to the word, 
that we will want to spend more time with him. That is the beauty of this relationship that is like no other. And the other thing that I would say that is shared between um, the, the faiths is that basically they say like nothing will ever fulfill, you know, us as humans. And the reason is, or the idea is, is that we were literally made with a spot within us, right? You could say your heart or your soul that is meant for God. It's the connection we're meant to have with him. And that is what can fulfill us. That is what, where we finally feel that level of contentment or joy or, you know, like this is enough because when we keep trying to get it through love of, with another person or more money or fulfillment in work, which those are all things that of course can provide for us, you know, and we can enjoy, but they'll never fill that spot that's meant for that connection with God. And, you know, I think that's such a beautiful way to think about it, right? We kind of have this God spot, you know, or this God hole. It's really meant for this connection with the divine. And so I think that that's beautiful. And I think if we think of it like that, think about that every day, you need to fill that space with this connection to God, with a connection to his words that will fill us up. And I think that's so promising. But, you know, in the end, I think it's, we give God our best when we keep deciding to put him first. When we keep deciding to get in the word. When we choose what our schedule looks like and that when we choose to continue to give him thanks and to give him praise throughout the day, you know, whether it's in song or whether it's in a quiet prayer or a moment of conversation when we take a walk. It's each and every one of those things. And so when we show kindness to other people, when we extend love, when we extend giving to others, especially those that especially need it. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. And to me, it's so exciting. And thinking about all these things to me actually makes me more excited to try to really be aware of what I'm filling my day with and how frequently I'm connecting to God, I'm taking a moment to praise or worship or talk to him. And so I hope you'll find some encouragement in today's uh, ideas and today's message that you will go and find how can you give God your best today, tomorrow, and every day. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Healed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend and if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.